The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Chulo. Today is Thursday, March 5th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo, fan favorite gay adult star, Jen Powers. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? I'm doing very good right now. That's great to hear. Yeah, certainly excited to have you on and to, to get the chance to pick your brain and to chat with you about uh, your time in the adult industry thus far. Thank you. Awesome. So typically I like to start off interviews by getting stats out the way because for the most part, listeners and fans, people tuning in right now, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. They only see you through the various scenes and the photos that you've done. So let's get some of your physical stats out the way. First up, what's your height and weight? Um, I am six feet tall. I... I haven't weighed myself like in the past like week or two. I probably gained a little bit of weight. I'm like probably like around one sixty something. Okay. <laughs> What's your ethnicity? I am African American. Well, I'm American. <laughs> there you go. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Taurus. And how old are you? Um, I will be thirty three this year. That's what's up, man. So let's allow the listeners to get to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Um, I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I moved to Texas at a um, late teenage age um, and never went back. Okay. Um, I lived boy. there for quite some time. Yeah, I lived there for quite some time and now I'm in New York. Okay, cool. What was life like for you growing up? What was Jen Powers like as a kid, as a teenager? Um, as a kid, I was a teenager, and as a teenager, I was an adult, so... Oh, okay. So you've um, always been, like, an old soul. Um, yeah, I guess you could... I wouldn't say an old soul, just responsible, I guess. I'll, I'll use responsible. <laughs> Wise beyond your years. Hey, I'm not complaining. <laughs> okay. That's what's up, so... When did you first realize your attraction to men? Um, I don't know how old I was. I was a kid. <laughs> um, forever. I, I think when I was a kid, I didn't really know. It, it wasn't a sexual thing. I just knew it was just something about the boys and the girls that I liked everybody. I'm um, kind of the same. And 
as I got older, I just kind of realized what it was. Did you at all have uh, a a quote unquote coming out moment when uh, you know you, you sort of made that formal declaration that you were gay? Um, I would say when well that wasn't my last girlfriend. Well, my last girlfriend before I came out, um, I was probably about eighteen or nineteen. And I just couldn't take it anymore, so I, I told her. And once I told her, I was I was okay. <laughs> okay. So I don't I don't I don't know if I ever really came out. I've just kind of always done what the fuck I want to do, and I just you know I don't really feel the need to ex- have to explain who I'm fucking to everybody. So I like that answer. <laughs> what were you doing with your life? prior to entering the gay adult industry? Um, when I lived in, I mean, pretty much my whole working life has been um, corporate America. Um, I've always worked in like a, a corporate environment. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> um, moved to New York. I worked doing hair or actually in a salon for the first couple years here and this should happen <laughs> didn't think it would happen but i'm happy it did yeah man obviously you know good things happen because you've been taking the industry by storm so i want you to take the listeners through the transition like how do you go from corporate america to doing porn scenes how did you get into the adult industry um well, I mean, it's it's kind of like something that's been, you know, I guess I don't want to say offered to me, but just kind of like brought to my attention like forever, you know, and I just kind of the life I was living at the time, it just didn't fit in. And I think it just um, it took the right. I don't know what the hell happened. It was just like the right time, the right place, the right person. Everything just kind of happened. And um I know myself, so it was like I wasn't too fuck. I was I was nervous at first. That's why my first scene I was kind of covered up, um, but I wasn't really like too fucked up about it because, like I said, I kind of just am gonna do what the hell I'm gonna do anyway. <laughs> so, and I, I know I know regardless if it's porn or cleaning toilets or whatever I'm doing, you know I'm gonna do it the best. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it a positive. I didn't look at it as a negative. That's what it was. So it was it was a good transition. Okay, so how did you make the steps? Like, was it something that you were approached by someone? Did you, you know, log into a website and, and apply or something like that? Um, no, I've um, before porn, I, I've I've always had a, a niche for other adult entertaining type stuff, and um, I was friends with Red, and he kept telling me about it, and he's like, "Come on, do it." You know, it'll be worth it. It'll be fun. They'll like you. And, hey, when the money was right, I said, what the fuck? I mean, it, it was that I was at a point where I was willing to try try something different or, you know, try something that I, I hadn't been willing to try before. So, mm-hmm. um, 
once he told me and you know we did it it was like hell and waiting for it to come out and when it finally came out i was just like i didn't know what to expect because you know people can be vicious <laughs> nowadays you know and <clears throat> it turned out pretty good so awesome so let's talk about that first scene i know that you sort of briefly mentioned it in an answer or two ago but let's focus on it what was it like doing your first scene your first time on a set you're getting filmed having sex what was going on through your mind what were you thinking were you excited nervous scared were you like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm doing this um well to be honest with you i i was nervous and all that you just said before i got there um but once i got there it really didn't seem like anything like unnatural or anything scarier i mean i was fine i was scarier watching it for the first time but um actually doing it was i mean it was simple <laughs> i mean it just happened mm -hmm. okay um I, I was at the time like uh getting out of a relationship so that was like my only the only thing i was kind of scared of is you know, would I be back with that person or what's going to happen when they finally see it and all that. So that was my that was my only concern. I wasn't really concerned about other shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did you come up with your porn name? I love your porn name. <laughs> I, I think it's very creative and it's very unique. And I'm a big believer in in the fact that if you are going to join the adult industry, you got to pick a name that's unique, that's original, that, uh, you know, people can associate with you. So how did you pick your porn name? Um, well, I am a, a huge fan of anime. I mean, I, I watch it constantly. Um, one of my favorite cartoons is Bleach. And there's a character on there named Jin. And... Even when he's fighting or he's talking about something serious or whatever he's doing, he's always smiling. His eyes are never really open. He's just always got his eyes closed. He's always smiling. So I just kind of, I liked his character because, you know, poker face. <laughs> I don't know how to, how to put that, but I just liked his character. I love his character. And um, I couldn't use his last name because I don't think people would be able to say it. Um powers i just needed something that sounded strong <laughs> and i i hadn't come up with the last name when i first started um but i knew i it would probably be a good idea for me to so i just sat and i just wrote what i thought were power last names well there you go and obviously it worked Yep, I had, I mean, power last name, I was like, why not just powers? Exactly. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? The fact that um, I can bring pleasure to a larger audience than just my bedroom. Um, the fact that, you know, I can maybe inspire other people to feel comfortable with themselves, um, you know, to be 
happy in their skin to you know to feel sexy to to be able to to be themselves and not really feel shame about it or you know feel like what they're doing is you know not appealing to everybody or you know it's wrong or shit like that i mean everybody's always trying to tell people you know how they should beha- behave and you know who they should love and who they should be friends with and what they should wear and all, and i think it's just it's silly so I, i'm i feel like i'm a little different than a lot of guys uh, i'm just me i'm not really in a i don't really fit a um i don't know a stereotype i'm just me <laughs> and i'm happy all the time What turns you on the most and what turns you off the most on a porn set? So the yin and the yang, the good and the bad. <laughs> Let's see. What turns me on the most? Um, well, first of all, if my co-star is getting my dick hard, then that's going to be a turn on. Um, when everything just kind of flows naturally, that's like that's the biggest turn on for me. Um, or maybe even just, you know, my initial meeting of my co-star. Um, if, if we're clicking well, you know, before we start shooting, that gets me ready. Um, I would say turn my biggest turn off. Well, I'm not going to say I've had, you know, horrible experiences cause I, I haven't, but, um, if I had to pick something, it would probably be, it being hot sometimes, like hot as fuck, like really hot. And trying to be in a position and, you know, make stuff look a certain way. And it's just like, it's hot as fuck. I don't, I don't like sweating on camera because I don't sweat. Okay. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> now you mentioned that if a performer gets your dick hard, that that is a turn on for you, obviously. So, how can a performer get your dick hard? Um, the best way. Um, well, I mean, I guess because in my personal life, I like both or all ends of of gay sex. Um, but you know, it's it's more often like I maybe I might not I might want to fuck this person, but I might not want them um, to fuck me or vice versa. But when it's somebody that just kind of has me like, I can't choose and I'm just trying to do everything, then we're good right there. Okay. And we'll be talking throughout this interview about all ends of uh, porn and sex with you. So uh, get ready for a whole bunch of uh, interesting answers, listeners. (laughs) I'll be honest. Sounds good, and we're going to get some of those answers right now, because right now I want to basically break a porn scene down with you. So, in a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? Um, both. (laughs) Pig. I can't help it. (laughs) Okay. And in a scene... Rimming, do you enjoy giving or receiving most? Um, it kind of just depends. Um, 
It depends, cause like I mean, it depends on my the ass I'm presented with, <laughs> um, or you know, a person's skill set if if it's being done to me. So um, I would say I I would probably say I I like doing it more than actually getting it done. Okay. On camera. On camera though. <laughs> yes. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Topping, bottoming, or flip flopping? I like doing both. Okay. I feel like I feel like um I feel evened out. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does that differ from your fave in real life? Um, okay, this might sound a little corny, but um, it doesn't really matter to me. Like po- positions, I've, I've had people ask me that just before period, like, "Oh, what's your favorite position?" Fucking, <laughs> I mean, <Okay. laughs> that's my favorite position. However, we can, however we can get it. You know, comfortably or whatever, how we can get it and it's good. That's how I like it. Stand in, we can do it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm game. That was a fantastic answer. What's your favorite sexual <laughs> position? Fucking. Yes. My favorite sexual position, fucking? Yes, no, that, I mean, that your answer was epic. Oh. <laughs> it was oh, all yeah. kinds of fantastic. And of course, we all know how a scene ends with the cum shot. In a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load and where's your favorite place to take a load? Um favorite place to shoot one. Um I'm a booty boy, so I mean, I like to I like to keep going. <laughs> um You like to but, nut in the butt. Oh, yes. But I mean in, in a in a scene is usually I don't care where I get it on you, but I just kind of, I would prefer on me for it to be um, quick. I'll just say that. I don't want to, I don't want to sound bad. I just would like it on and off quick. Okay. You don't like, you don't like uh, a shot of protein on you. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I love it. Oh, okay. No, but you said, but you said you want it quick. You want it on and off. Yeah, I just, I just don't like it to stay. I don't like it to get cold. Oh, okay. You don't like the li- <laughs> liquidification. Yeah. Once it gets cold, I'm like, throw towels on me right now. Okay. Interesting. For those out there that are tuning in, and maybe they might not have had the chance to see a Jin Power scene. You're missing a lot. Can you please describe your fuck style for them? Um. Oh, how do I describe that? With words. Uh, <laughs> my fuck style in my scenes. Um. To be honest, like a lot of my scenes are um, with Next Door Ebony. Um, and they're a little more. Um, role play you know it's a little more i guess you can say acting or there's more you know script um so i kind of just try to fit whatever it is my my character is or you know what illusion i'm supposed to be given besides you know the actual sex but um 
I don't know. I really don't know how to. I'm having a hard time <laughs> answering that. My fuck style. Yeah. Is it rough? Is it sensual? Is it intense? Oh, yeah. I, I, I would. I would rather it be rough. I'm. I'm not really. I really am not the the romantic in the bed, but um, I mean that's what most people want to see. I mean I don't want to watch. I don't. A lot of most people don't want to watch porn, you know, for a love story or you know something intimate. They are horny and they want to see some fucking. So, I mean, and that's what I like. So, that's where I like to go with it. All right, now get down with your bad self. I figured it out. Yes. <laughs> You've done all this incredible work in the industry, and uh, your your career certainly has, you know, gone up so fast. Can you fill the listeners in on exactly how long you've been in the adult industry? Um, I total about a little over two years. Okay. Um, the first year was kind of like um me not knowing what to do or what to expect, just kind of like easing myself in and um, everything really kind of just happened. Like literally it just seems like everything just happened instantly. Um, And I didn't really notice right away. So um, it feels like it's, it feels like um, a lot or it feels like long, but it hasn't really, really been that long. I think it's because you've done a lot of great work, a lot of fantastic scenes, and your career just seems to have, have like taken off Thank pretty you. fast, especially in the second year. You're welcome. Something that I want to ask you about is management, because you're being managed by I Am Design. Shout out to Carl Anthony, who's one of our on-air personalities here on the station. He co-hosts Reality, and he's the the man behind I Am Design. You're one of the VS men. Can you share with the listeners uh, how you connected with I Am Design and uh, what your opinions are about being a performer who's being managed and and what you feel that has brought to the table um well um i i met carl um through someone else um a mutual friend and um i think what it is is that you know like me um carl also um and a few other people we're all like trying to go, you know, go somewhere, go in the same direction, you know, and kind of, kind of be involved in this industry or, you know, whatever, without being um, a stereotype, you know, wanting to make something positive out of it and and do other things with it, and you know, have a voice, and we kind of shared a vision, so um, it was it was easy for us to click. Um, as far as um. um, being managed um, it is good to me I mean um, it makes things a bit easier Um, it also you know helps you get a second opinion from someone that's not like your your brother or your best friend or you know somebody like that Um, I mean I'm I'm, I've always been pretty business minded so um, it it was just kind of easy easy transition you know being managed um it also kind of will deter 
in, in my opinion, it'll kind of deter um, companies from trying to fuck you over or, you know, give you a, a bad deal or, or, you know, take too much more advantage of you, you know, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. I haven't had um, many, I haven't had horror stories. I, I don't have any horror stories at all to tell, and that's the honest to God's truth. Nice, I like the sound of that. Shout out to Carl, he's been doing a great job with uh, I Am Design and the VS Boys and the VS Men. Speaking of men and boys, you have been paired up with a bunch of phenomenal performers in scenes. I mean, I just to spit out a handful of names, or maybe even over a handful of names, I mean, there's Crave Moore, there's Dayon Star, there's XL, Tice Jax, Giovanni, Ace Rockwood, Mike Mann, Saxon West, Kieran Dukin. Can you share with the listeners who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Um, I'll say some of my favorite performers that I worked with, um, XL is like, feels like my little brother or something. I don't know. I love him to death. He's just, um, he's pleasant. I like, you know, it's a lot easier to perform with somebody that's not just, you know, attractive, but, you know, is, you know, decent and fun and all that stuff. So, um, I would say he would be, um, Dan and I are, are pretty good friends. Um, even though he's in Canada, um, and I think he and I probably clicked more because he's, he's spicy and it's a challenge. So, um, him, um, Red is, of course, introduced me to it, but, um, I like working with Red because he's, he's a good guy. Like, I mean, he's, is is no, you know, no nonsense because I'm, I'm pretty, pretty no nonsense, um. And, you know, he's just always been decent, you know, fun. Of course, um, I mean, I, I've enjoyed pretty much working with just about everybody I've worked with. I haven't had any, any, I don't have anything bad from anybody. But, you know, some people, you know, we were very, you know, very cordial and everything worked fine. It's just some people maybe I clicked with a little more. Um, and I think it didn't come from a, a sexual um, point of view, it just kind of came from how I connected with them before that. So, mm-hmm. okay. And and then and then I I love I cannot believe I didn't say his name already, but um, Ace like Ace is super cool. Like I like working with Ace. It's always you know fun, professional. Um, and it's I mean it's it's always kind of it's hot, it's intense. Like I mean, I know we enjoy it, so it's like perfect. <laughs> We'll be talking about that in a couple of questions. Because <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask you about. Uh, I don't know, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> Sounds good. Speaking of performers, though, who haven't you worked with that you would like to in the future? Are there any performers out there that are on your, you know, quote-unquote, must-do list? You know what? I I do have some. <laughs> Come on, share. Um... I don't know if I should. <laughs> um, don't be scared. I'll tell you who who I just think is super cute. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with anything other than I just think he's so 
so cute is um I like knockout. I know he he's a little young, but <laughs> I think he's cute. Alright. That sounded so nerdy, right? No, it sounded good. Knockout, come on. Call um, up uh, call up Jen, make a shoot happen. And there's a few other people, but as embarrassing as this is, I really don't know their names. Oh, okay. Aww. Because I've seen them. I, I, I usually watch straight porn, but when I do see, like, a good gay one, it's like a few guys I've seen on some recently, and I just am infatuated. Okay. So I'm, go- I'm going to find out one in particular's name, and I'm going to do a scene with them. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> now, since you mentioned straight porn, this is such a cock tease type of question, but are there any performers in straight porn that you wished would cross over to gay porn and that you could do a scene with them? All of them. Okay. No favorites? You just want to get gang banged by them all? Um, and maybe if they'll give me some too, then I'll be happy. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, it's several of them that I wish would convert over. Um, I mean, really all of them, so that's my answer. <laughs> all right, you slut. <laughs> Part of the job. There you go. <laughs> oh, Jen, what are we going to do with you? A lot. Apparently. Okay. Are there any performers in the business whom you look up to in the sense that uh, you respect their career trajectory and hope that your own career you know achieves similar or greater heights um um one person in particular um i would say giovanni um just because i i've known him for you know not like friends or anything but i've I've known him for like a really long time before i even knew you know this is what he did and um I just look at him, he's, I mean, every time I've been around him or anything, he's always, you know, been positive, pleasant, um, no gossip, no, you know, no negative, you know, everything's moving in a positive direction. Um, I like how he is with his fans, humble, um, you know, interactive, you know, appreciative. Um, I I like to see that. Um, I I think Ace is the same way. Um, I Maybe have, you know, heard mixed things about him, but I know from personal experience and his work and his ethic and everything, you know, hey, everybody's not going to like you. Fuck them. You know, what can you do? But try to be, you know, good for the ones that do support you. And um, I like that. Um, so I, I, I admire that. Um, even um, Cutler X. Um, just the fact that he's still fucking relevant, you know, they're still, you know, doing what he's doing. Um, I, I admire that, you know, I, I admire someone who can age, but still look fucking good and still, you know, do what it is. (laughs) Um, and I'll stop right there. Okay. Those are definitely some good choices right there. Throughout all the scenes that you've done, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? Now, if 
length versus girth is different, then you can split it up in that kind of way. You know, if someone was a little bit longer, but then another one was like way thick, you can split it up like that. But uh, you know, who has possessed? Um, I would say I don't. It's it's kind of hard because um, literally. <laughs> um, I would say it's kind of between Mike Man and. Crave, but I guess the difference was, you know, with Mike, it was just, you know, it was that, it was, you know, that time and we met and, you know, worked and everything. So it was kind of a surprise to me. Whereas with, you know, my other scene partner, it was practice. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who to say. Maybe I just can't tell because one of them's tall as hell and then one of them's shorter. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Shout out to Mike Mann and Crave Moore. They left you walking funny afterwards, but I'm bumped. <laughs> hey, my my pocket felt funny. Okay, good. Speaking <laughs> about your pocket and walking funny, we've got to talk about double penetration. Oh, God. Yes, because you've been double penetrated a couple of times, sir. The The first time was... I don't want to make anybody sound bad, but the first time was kind of sp- tr- like spring out the blue and try it. And it just... I'm like... It, it just... I wasn't ready for that, you know? And um, the second time... It was supposed to happen maybe a little couple times after that, and I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I really could do it and, you know, make it good. So I think I had to, you know, um, pump myself up for that. It was a challenge. Um, I don't regret it at all for um, more than one reason, but it hurt like a motherfucker. It really hurt. <laughs> There you go. So a couple of questions about it, besides it hurting. Okay, so I think it's evident now after your explanation, because in the first scene, obviously it wasn't. It didn't happen that long. And then the second time that you did it, it, it sort of happened a bit more. Like the, the, the amount of time that the double penetration happened was a, a little bit lengthier, would you say? Yes, I would say. Okay. <laughs> so my question for you is, besides it hurt, for those out there that are tuning in, that are like, wow, you know, double penetration, I've never experienced that. Here we have, I don't want to say an expert, because you've only done it a couple times, but here we have someone who's done it. Can you share with the listeners what it felt like? You know, it was like a a love-hate feeling. <laughs> like, it was, it was different, I'll say that. I, it wasn't. It wasn't what I expected it to be. I thought it was just gonna be like, you know, brutal, um, but it wasn't. It was very different. Um, I can't say it would be something I would want to just do. <laughs> um, especially, it would just really depend on who my my co stars were. But um, it de- it depends on what you like. I say, don't like it till you try it. Or if you if you're curious, try it out. Fuck it. I mean, like, who's gonna judge you, or who can do anything about it? Nobody. Exactly. So let's talk about the first time, because you said it was sort of a bit of a surprise. 
What did you mean by that? I mean, I'm assuming that they didn't just, you know, shove both of themselves inside you. And, and well, well, let's put it like this. When it, when it first started happening, we had not discussed this. It was not planned. It was not, I mean, and we're usually pretty thorough with, you know, I think it was more so we were in a moment and, just, you know, shit was happening or, you know. Well, hopefully shit wasn't happening. Well, no, never me. Good. Never, <laughs> ever, ever. I might I might not say never to a lot of stuff, but that's one thing I can tell you. If I'm not 250% ready, I'm not doing shit with nobody. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. But um, it was just because that 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 scene um, it was planned out what was how it was supposed to be and everything. And when I got there, um, I I think I was probably like a, a little bit late, latish. <laughs> and um, by the time I got there, Ace was just like, "I'm I'm horny. I want to fuck. I'm ready to fuck now. We don't need to script it in. Let's just start." And so that's what we did. And, you know, things just kind of went where they went. So it was a little a little jarring. I, I mean, I don't want to kill the moment. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, planned a little better the second time. So it was a lot easier for my, my brain to, to wrap around. Yes, and your walls to wrap around. Oh, yes. Trust me, there were, there were a lot of... Um, precautions and stuff taken i don't want my my goods to not be as good as they are no more because they are so <laughs> i want to keep it like that shout out to the goods <laughs> so you've done it in two scenes mm-hmm. so far do you see yourself doing it again uh i'm not gonna say uh, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just, I'm not looking forward to it right now. So, um, it's not. I'm not trying to be the the specialty double, you know, in every scene. You're not trying to be the DP king. Yes, I'm really not. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't really care about what someone else would think about me doing it. I just don't want to. <laughs> it was, it was something fun. You know, you don't ride a roller coaster every day. True. You want to make sure things are stay tight and right. Yeah, so you know, you go to the amusement park, you know, in the summertime or, you know, seasonal or occasionally. Yeah, you don't want your pocketbook uh, dumping out loose change every once in a while. No, 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 I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> do you watch your own scenes? Is that something that you try to do, or are you the type of person that tries to avoid watching them? Um, I do not watch them. Uh, I mean, I I usually try to watch them once at least. Um, I'm being honest, so I'll say I do have a few scenes that I have not seen because I'm just not interested in me. Like I don't, I'm just not, I'm not interested in looking at me. Um, you know, if I I'll look at it to. You know, to maybe critique myself or, you know, maybe look for improvement or, you know, to, to be professional or, you know, to to know what I'm I'm doing in the future or, you know, know what to improve. But um, 
Other than that, I, I don't look at them um, unless some boy asks me, can you please watch it here with me and make me uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you at least had to watch the DP. Oh, yeah, I, I watched it because I was just... Of course I had to see that. I had to see what the hell I look like, you know? <laughs> but, um... Well, there you go. I watch my personal ones. <laughs> All right, listeners, private viewing over at Jen Powers' uh, residency. Residence this weekend uh, so we can watch <laughs> some of these personal tapes. I'm here. Speaking of watching stuff, how old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? Oh my god. You know, I think... I don't know how old. I, I honestly don't know how old I was. I had to probably be like maybe 10, maybe about 10 years old, 9 or 10 years old. And it was one in the VCR. And I was introduced to a whole new, <laughs> a whole new world. I kind of got a little obsessed with seeing it but i honestly didn't really understand it so it kind of certain stuff kind of grossed me out (laughs) okay now it's time for the big question emphasis on big how much is jen powers packing Do I have to be honest? Um, The listeners, they're dying to know right now. Can't you hear them? They're like, how much? How much? I have absolutely no clue. (laughs) I just, I've I've always told... I've I've always just given a size, and then when people see it, they just don't question anything. I mean, I don't know if I just... Maybe I, I don't know, maybe... I don't know, I just always knew it was big. That was it. Girls liked it, boys liked it. I just But if I ha- if I had to say honestly, I'm I would say it's probably like about nine and a half. But I don't know. I really don't. I would get my dick I would get my dick hard and measure it right now, but my dog is looking at me. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> When did you first realize that you were packing something special? Um, when I lost my virginity, um, I was like maybe 13. And my neighbor was like 16. And um, she saw it. And, <laughs> you know, she said it was. So I'm like, okay. I didn't really, I never really thought about it. Um, I think it wasn't until I really start having guys like hit on me that I was like, okay, maybe it is. Um, but I, I mean, I've, I've kind of known since the first time I start fucking. Plus my mom said all of her boys are that way since baby. So that is an awkward very gross. <laughs> do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent pop shot? You know, the cum shot is typically what a lot of porn viewers are like waiting for. So, do you try to do anything to make sure that you have a good 
cum shot? You know, do you eat certain things? Do you avoid doing stuff before a scene? Well, um, I, I honestly don't have a lot of recreational sex because I'm, um, busy or, um, picky or, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't do it a lot. So, I mean, I'm always ready. Um, I do eat, but not just, for, not just for that, but just in general, I, I don't really eat anything that I don't fix or anything that's not like as fresh as possible. I don't really eat like too much fast food or anything. Um, I do um, eat oysters. <laughs> um, I do. Oh, excuse me. I do drink um, certain tea. Um, I really think it just comes from me not fucking a lot, or at least you know, not getting it like that. Um, so by the time I'm ready to do a scene, I'm just I'm ready. But if I know I'm I'm doing a scene, I, I usually know pretty pretty well in advance. I just make sure that even if I want to, I don't do anything. You know, a certain amount of time before. Throughout the time that you've been in the business, what has been one of the funniest things that has ever happened to you on a set? Oh, wow. Um, I think the, the funniest thing I can remember, um, and it's, it's cheesy, but um, we were, I was shooting here in Brooklyn. Um, the, the people I work with um, at Next Door Ebony came to New York. Um, and we shot here and there was this fucking bumblebee on the patio. Like, oh no. and I'm like, I'm not scared. I mean, I, I have snakes. I'm not scared of things. I do not like bugs that buzz or move too rapidly or whatever. And well, also you don't want to get your dick stung. Yeah. It, you know, it's not even really the sting. I just don't want to feel it vibrate. Like, I just, and they look creepy. I don't know. It's just, I'm not afraid of it. I just don't, I just don't want it to be anywhere in sight. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be around or hear it. And it was this bumblebee, and I couldn't see it at first, but I could hear it. And, you know, he's trying to, we keep trying to start the scene, and I'm just like, after a while, I just could not sit there. I just couldn't sit there. And I ended up, like, taking off running when it finally came out and we had to change some stuff around so um that was i wasn't embarrassed in front of my producers because you know i i felt close with them but um you know my co-star is his first time meeting me so i just kind of felt like a bitch running from a bee but i don't care i'll do it again (laughs) that sounds all kinds of hilarious I love it. Oh, poor Jen Powers. Bumblebees, stay away from Jen Powers, please. And grasshoppers. Oh, oh. <laughs> we may need to sit you down on a couch or something <laughs> so that we can discuss all of these phobias. <laughs> Just those. Okay. <laughs> For now. For now. So from the funny to the embarrassing, because you mentioned that that was funny, but it wasn't embarrassing. So has anything embarrassed you on set? Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? Um, 
having to take a hundred breaks is can be, you know, it because I, I don't I don't want to be one of those boys. I don't have diva moments, and so I, I don't want to you know I don't want to keep stopping. You know, we're trying to get something done, or but um, I mean, I had to. Um, that's, I mean, I haven't really had anything, I mean, a couple of falls, but does that count? That's normal, right? People fall. I guess. I mean, it could be funny. (laughs) It can be embarrassing, depending on. What about crazy stuff? Well, I guess maybe the DP might be the craziest, but in your opinion, what has been the craziest thing that you've done in a scene? Um, well, you just snatched the words from me, but, um, I think that was the most, um, extreme thing I've done in a scene. Um, like I said, I, I, and then, and then for it to be on, it would be different if I had like, you know, if it was practice or something, but to kind of like do it on camera, you know, this is for people to look at. I don't know what the hell I'm doing or what things, you know, I don't know how this is going to play out. So, um, I would have to say that. I want to move away from, uh, this line of questioning and and take things to the serious side of questions and talk to you about some of uh, the, um, you know, more serious issues in the business. So, First up, in this set, are there any misconceptions or myths about performers, about porn stars that you would like to dispel? Um, any misconceptions? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, plenty. Um, but I guess some of the the main ones um, that I've, I've encountered are that, you know, um, you know, everybody who does... Or people who are in the industry are, you know, um, living this super fast life and just, you know, um, not really doing anything except, you know, partying and having fun and, you know, sex and all that. Um, you know, I think the the biggest misconception is that, you know, some of us are not you know people outside of this or that it's not work um another um big misconception um blacks in this or you know i'm not even gonna say blacks but men of color um in the industry do not make the same you know or from what i've seen don't gain as much or 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 not, you know, taken care of nearly as well as, you know, our our white co-stars. And um, I think that's, you know, uh, something that people don't know or people, you know, don't even really think about. Um, you know, I will have to also say... Um, Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good one because I don't. I don't want to give too much of my opinion on everything because you know it's, it's, it's not my place. Um, 
But um, I'm, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> okay, uh, that was a good answer. I liked it. Speaking of performers of color, as a black male performer in the gay adult industry, have you ever felt any racism or discrimination directed at you? No. Never. I like that, and I'm glad, because, I mean, it, it is rampant in the business, so it's it's great to hear that you have had a good experience overall. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, because it happens all the time, um, and I mean, God forbid, you know, anything like that happen with me in the future, but, you know, I, I feel blessed, you know, I, I feel, feel like the universe is, you know, smiling at me for not giving me i mean I've, I've had enough you know a lot of us have had enough of that negative stuff just in life period so um you know for this for this to be something that i was you know slightly terrified to do um you know at first you know maybe a little hesitant and you know all these thoughts going through my head and wondering you know like how's it going to be what's going to happen are people going to know me you know just thinking of how things are going to change and am i going to be treated different you know, are, are people going to, you know, judge me or be cruel? Yeah, they are, but hey, fuck it. I don't care. Um, I mean, I just, I'm trying to think of a, a good way to put this. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm just really blessed. And I, I can't say that enough. What is your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? Um, what you said was my opinion of it. Mm -hmm. Um, people are dust. They do what the fuck they want to do. Um, you know, if who am I to say what you should like? You know, there's different religions. There's different people have all kinds of differences. Um, who the fuck am I to say? You know what is right and what is wrong. If it to me, if it if it's not causing harm, if it's not greedy, if it's not you know um, dam you know damaging to somebody's life or you know something that that causes harm. Period. You do what the hell you do. I don't care. You know I don't I, I don't think that should be a reason to to judge. Um, I think a, a lot of people. Um, you hear a lot of people say a lot of negative stuff like, oh, you know, this about a bareback porn star versus a, you know, uh, a porn star who doesn't, you know, who, who uses only condoms. Um, you don't know what type of screening is done. Um, you don't know what, you know, what all is done, what all measures are taken. Um, I feel like, you know, as an adult, in any job, you know, you know your risks. You should know how to, you know, conduct yourself. You should know how to to see when you're doing good business or, or you know, when things are not right. Um, and I, I say it's more of a everybody's on that safe sex stuff, and I think it should be more of a, a smart sex thing. You know, just kind of know what the fuck you're doing, who you're doing it with. You know, not just you know. So will it just being selective and you know doing doing things a certain way? You've done a mix of work in both condom scenes and bareback scenes. Yes. So 
my question for you is what led to your decision to do bareback? Um, what led to my decision to do it? Who I was working with. Um, and basically knowing what the fuck I'm getting into. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I can say I am not willing to do anything with anybody. Um, but I'm an adult. Um, I love myself. Um, and I'm been here this long. I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job at, you know, being smart. <laughs> um, so like the, I guess the main thing would be who I've, you know, who I've dealt with or who I've worked with. The public's opinion on bareback has changed incredibly in the gay adult industry. I would say that not only like the fans' opinion, but also the industry's opinion as a whole. I would say about maybe five to seven years ago, a lot of performers <laughs> were getting, um, for lack of a better word, blackballed from yeah. working with production companies that were condom only. You know, a lot of directors right. were like, "We're not shooting people that have done bareback." We, you know, they, they, you know, it was like a big deal. And then all of a sudden, bareback became, you know, one of the top selling niche genres in the industry. So, I mean, there have even been studios that were condom only that have turned completely bareback. So, my question for you is because in the time that you joined the industry, that's sort of around the time when that transition was happening and, and mm -hmm. where bareback was being more accepted. When you first started doing the scenes in bareback, in the bareback niche, had you at all received a negative reaction from your fans, from the studios, or because you sort of came in during that transition period was, you know, there weren't that many people sort of critiquing what you were doing? Um, well, as, as far as as with any studio, like I said, never. I've never had any. I mean, I I like all the people that I've 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 worked with. Um, there's never been issues, um, you know, outside of what people see there. I'm I am a pretty pretty intelligent guy. Um, I'm you know I'm mature. Um, I'm I'm decent and professional, so you know I, I think that that plays that has a lot a lot to do with it, um, you know, because I'm not, you know, because the way I carry myself and the way I, I deal with people, you know, I'm I'm good to deal with. Um, so I, I never got any of that from fans. Um, I think from my first scene, um, I think it was on my Vitster, um, but. I got, um, I think I read one comment or like two comments that some weirdo put on there stalking me <laughs> and like, um, was just putting all this stuff on there and it didn't really bother me. I don't, I don't really see, I, I honestly do not see anything negative. I don't, I don't have, you know, I don't have phone calls every day like, oh, you know, somebody posted this about you or you know, someone said this or, you know what? I really don't give a fuck. I, I really honestly, you know, I really just do not care what, you know, people like that, you know, have to offer. I just don't, I don't entertain it at all. I just, it doesn't exist. 
post it all the hell you want to. Sit at home and, and type your fucking fingers bloody. I don't care because, you know, I'm not, it's not, a, it's not affecting because, you know, I've been taking care of myself this long. I think I realized a, a while ago that I don't, none of that stuff should affect how I feel or, you know, upset me or be hurtful because why should I be hurt about some weirdo like, you know, or, you know, some, somebody giving an opinion. Give your opinion all you want to, it's yours. And I'll give mine. <laughs> I like that answer. Mad props to Jen Powers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. In your opinion, is there any competition among performers in the industry? You mean, do I have any competition? No. Well, just in general, do you feel... <laughs> well, I look at that. I love that answer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm not competing. I'm just trying to, to do what I can do and have fun. So, Um... Is there competition? It's there's competition everywhere, you know. Okay, I'm not even gonna bite my tongue. I don't give a fuck. Some people, you know, need to pump themselves up, and you know, oh, I'm you know, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm not trying to be none of that. So, um, I I see it. I see you know certain certain people or you know certain things where they probably are being competitive because you know they feel like they're the best this or you know they're this or that and it's kind of hard for me to really really get into it because i just get away from it i i just don't i'm not i'm just not in a, i'm not in a competition i'm doing what i'm doing i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be better than you i'm just trying to be me i'm the same things that you know make you feel like a you know a whole person or make you feel good about yourself. I'm not, I just, I don't need that stuff. I don't need to, I don't need to be number one and I don't need to try to outdo everybody. Um, I don't even want to fucking be rich. Like I don't, I really just don't need to be. It's too much work. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't need all that. I like, I like what I'm doing. Um, I do want to be good. You know, I want to be fuck good. I want to be great at what I do, but, you know, the competition is getting ignored from Jim Powers because there's no competition for me. And our last question in this sort of serious set is about family. Does your family at all know about your career in the business? And if so, how do they feel about it? Um, my family respects the hell out of me. I think if I told them I was an axe murderer, they would pr probably praise it. Um, yeah, my family does. I don't. I don't have a huge family, but um, you know, I, I have key family members that that know about it. Um, others, you know, they probably don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know. I doubt they know. They don't need to. It doesn't matter. Um, but the important people, like my mom, and you know. My close family, yeah, they do. Um, I've I've just always had that relationship with them. I've I've always, like I told you, when I was a teenager, I was grown. So you know, I've always been, you know, res respectable. I've always demanded respect. That's the that's the first thing. I've always demanded respect. You know, I don't care how we're related. You're not taking care of me. I'm doing for myself. I'm a decent person. Um, you don't like what I do. I love you. Don't talk to me ever again. It's that simple. I mean, I, I, I refuse to do that for anybody. 
Um, so, yeah, they know the like I said, the closer my closer family, they know, they respect it, um, and not pretend respect it like they actually you know respect it because um, they know they know who I am. So, you know, it's, it maybe if they were looking at somebody else, they you know I'm pretty sure some of them could look at it as as, as a bad thing, but I, I have one family member in particular that the kind of when she first asked me about it, I just kind of said yeah and um she kind of said she didn't approve of it but then after my reply she's like you know what you're right so let me leave that alone <laughs> like it a little bit I don't know absolutely Moving away from the serious questions, <laughs> let's chat more about you, Mr. Jim okay. Powers. How often do you work out? Um, my workout schedule, or when do I actually go? No, um, <laughs> I I use I usually try to go. Um, I go Monday through Friday. Um, usually if I skip a a day during the week for whatever reason, I'll try to go and make it up on a Saturday or Sunday. Probably not gonna do it, but. It, usually like four or five days to shave or not to shave that is a question yes I'm talking my, about down there and just in general manscaping trim I really don't like to shave I really don't like shaving because I'm not really that hairy um, you know but depending on you know what you like or you know with the with what you need to do for I I will shave. I don't like to at all. I hate it. I'd rather just, you know, trim it up neatly. Um, you know, I don't want it to look crazy, but I don't care if as long as it is fresh. <laughs> In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? What part of my body is the sexiest and why? Um, I would, oh, that's kind of, I would have to say, um, my neck. <laughs> I just don't want to say why. Okay. My sister said I have a giraffe neck, so. Oh, aw, Mr. <laughs> giraffe. But it, it comes in handy, so. Oh, okay. We'll let the listeners figure out why. <laughs> On the flip side, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? Um, what part of my body do you know what? It's funny because I was just thinking about that. And I would have to say my lips. I was just looking at a picture of me today, and I was complaining about my lips. I don't have any. I don't have any. And I like big lips. I love big lips. And I don't have any, so that would be my least favorite. But I'm happy with everything I got. Okay. Let's talk about tattoos. Because Jen Powers has hella tattoos. So can you share with the listeners exactly how many tattoos you have? 
which was the first one, and maybe give them like a little overview as to like what the other tattoos are of as well. Um, I have um, like thirteen or fourteen or something like that. Because, because, well, because because some of them you know have been like con- you know are starting to connect. So I don't, I don't. Sometimes I don't count them anymore. But um, my tattoos um really started because I um I like being I'm I'm a I'm a slim guy. And I like thickness, and I always felt like if I cover myself with them, I would look bigger. <laughs> um, but um, my most um, the tattoos that get me spotted at places um, are my Taurus that's on my side. Um, my very first one is a Playboy bunny. That I was gonna get covered up, but I'm keeping it. I'm just gonna get it um, enhanced. But um, it was my first one. I got it on my 18th birthday. Um, the tattoo on my well, the circular tattoo on my chest gets me spotted quite a bit. Um, it's a Ouroboros tattoo, um, which is. A dragon eating itself. Um, and it is for, um, it's alchemy. It's for a complete being or like a a, a being that is complete. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, I don't know how to explain it without it sounding too creepy, but um, that's one of my favorite ones. Um... The one on my left shoulder, which isn't, it's still going, is um, my favorite cartoon character, Sasuke. <laughs> um, it's a curse mark. Most most of my tattoos are from anime, from or, or from Japanese or from um, from anime, basically, or alchemy. Um, everybody always asks me what this is behind my ear. And I have a, a hell butterfly behind my ear. Um, and Google hell butterfly and you'll see what it is. Um, when you die, just hope you see them. <laughs> um, I mean, I've got one on my butt. It's I got a moon on my moon. <laughs> um, I have my hand on my thigh. It looks kind of like tiger stripey. Some people wonder what it is at first, but it's, you know, when they look at it and I put my hand right there, they're like, oh my God, it's your hand. I'm like, yeah, it's my hand. Um, the one on my neck that is still in progress is, um, is alchemy. A lot of people ask me, is the tattoo on my neck a, a Libra symbol, but it's actually a, an alchemic symbol for sublime. Um, two definitions for it. I got it for both. Um, I actually always wanted something right here. Um, I, like I said before, I, I did date somebody for quite a, quite some time and for 30 years, I refused to put any 
boy's name on my body, and my dumb ass finally put a big ass boy's name on my neck, <laughs> and my alchemic symbol is covering that motherfucker up because he's gone. So, um, the rest of them are just you know, come over to my house and see them. <laughs> All right now. Listeners, <laughs> you have a VIP invitation. So, Everybody's welcome. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Are there any other tattoos in the works? Do you see yourself getting more? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't want. I do. I want a lot more. I'm not going to be able to get everything I want because I'm. Um, I do not want. You know, I just don't want a whole bunch of just. I just don't want a whole bunch of tattoos just everywhere. I just, I kind of am a weirdo, and I'm, I have this, um, this strategy with where I get them and and how they, which direction they point, and all this weird stuff. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want nobody to laugh at me. <laughs> oh, no one's gonna laugh. They're just gonna be like, "Wow, Jen Powers is OCD." Oh, I am. I don't. I don't really like stuff to be um, centered or even. I just say that. Okay, you're like anti OCD. Yeah, exactly. I like that's, I like I like things right. to be a, a little a little crazy. That way, if it gets fucked up, you can't. You know, if you got a messy hair doing it, the wind blows it. Like you don't know. <laughs> I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from the tattoos, I want to talk about romance and relationships. In your opinion. As a performer in the industry, do you find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while working in the industry? Absolutely. It could be, it actually could be a very simple thing. Um, but, you know, sadly, a lot of people are, you know, very concerned with, you know, you want people to think good things of you, but I'm saying a lot of pe- a lot of guys, especially in this, in this life are, you know, very concerned with, you know, fitting in and fitting a mold and impressing and, you know, being, you know, what everybody wants them to be or what they see on TV and all this stuff. Um, it's, it's really difficult for me because I'm, I am a really, I got a lot of love to give. <laughs> I'm I am I am a really um you know I am a romantic guy I I do like you know being with somebody um I am a fucking amazing boyfriend like I'm I'd be the best boyfriend you ever fucking had um and it, it's hard because you know certain people it's kind of like the same stuff you know I hear a lot of us say you know it's, it's either let me see, guys who really are just kind of infatuated with, you know, you because of that, and that's why they, I don't, it's it's, it's kind of weird, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's, you know, you, you run into that, so, you know, it's, it doesn't feel as genuine, um, it feels kind of creepy, actually. Um, then, you know, you have the guys who are, you know, trying to be, you know, appear to be this this person in, you know, in the scene or 
or whatever and are too concerned with, you know, what someone else is going to say or, you know, oh, you know, this person might say something to me like, oh, your, you know, your boyfriend does porn or, you know, this, this, that or the other. And I don't have time for that shit. I don't have time to be trying to help you figure out, you know, what you can deal with in life. I'm dealing with my life, you know, and I just, I don't, I can't help you. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it is very, um, I'll say it, it does get a little, it does dawn on me sometimes, you know, that I, you know, have to have certain issues or, you know, that I might actually really like somebody or they might really like me. And then I know, you know, once they know that, even though they've, you know, know me and they just shocked to hear it and just, you know, say they never would have thought and all this stuff, you know, that I would, um, I guess all that kind of, you know, can go out the window and, and, you know, that's when insecurities come in and, and, you know, people who, who judge, but, you know, Hey, once people start judging, fuck them. I, I, I just can't, I can't, um, I can't concern myself with it. I'm too, too busy. <laughs> in your personal life, what's your mm-hmm. sexual role? Are you, are you versed in your personal life? Oh, hell yes. Hell yes. Listeners. Uh, I, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with, with the work I've done so far, but my honest opinion is I have not, yet really you know i haven't i don't think i've even come close to you know really doing some shit um you know just maybe because of the type of the type of work i'm doing right now um does that mean you want to swing the pipe some more i want to do a lot more stuff i mean like i said i i want to I want to, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, I want to do it the best I can. And I just, I know in Jen's room, I get to pop in. If I'm, if I'm doing anything, I get, I get to pop. Anybody I fuck right now <laughs> loves to call me or text me or beg to come over. Trust me. <laughs> um, and I just kind of want that. I want to be able to capture that. You know, I want to, I want to sh- I, I want to be able to capture that. So in my, in my personal life, my sexual role is, is everything. I, I just, I like, I like sex with boys. <laughs> you said I'm greedy, right? Yes, just a little bit, but I approve. I, I mean, what do you do? You got a big dick right in front of you and then you reach around and got a fat ass. I want. I want both. <laughs> I'm getting both. I won't tell. And we've seen you get both. <laughs> Do you get into any kinds of fetishes in your personal life? Hmm. Besides rough sex. Um. Somebody asked me that this morning. Um. I just. I don't. I don't really know what's considered fetish or not. I I don't I I, I hate saying like, oh I like everything because I'm not just like you know, 
do whatever gin, but I mean, I'm just so open-minded and, you know, I, um, I like, I like underwear, but I don't really, I don't really do anything sexual that I would consider fetishy, you know, like, because a fetish is, I, I looked it up and it's, it seems like it's more like, you know, something that people kind of need to get, you know, where they really, you know, where they really need to get, you know, like they could probably have sex, but you know, if you have a foot fetish and you have sex, it could be good. But if you don't get to touch feet, it's like, bitch, I don't want to, you know, I want to touch feet. I want to do that. I like it a lot, but I don't have anything that is, um, that extreme except for, I do like, I do like to be begged. <laughs> to be begged? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that fetishy? I guess. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's go back in time. And I want to talk about both of the times that your cherry was popped. <laughs> because you were with a lady. Oh, yes. Lots. So, let Okay. <laughs> Jen has been around the block like 10 times, which we love. It's fantastic. I like girls. So, Jen, can you share with us when you lost your virginity with a female, when you lost your virginity with a male? Um, I lost my virginity with a female, like I said, when I was 13. Um, with my, well, my neighbor that lived across the street from me. Um, and, you know, after, after that, I will say, like, I... I went crazy. I went crazy. Like I went to fuck every. Like I, I didn't. I didn't. I always kind of knew I. I liked both. If, by that age, I knew I kind of like both. But once I started fucking, and I fucked a girl, I just went. I brought a bitch home from school at least twice a week. <laughs> um, with a guy, um, it's like all the way up until I was probably about like. 18 or 19, I always kind of had a girlfriend. So, uh, once I, you know, became a teenager and started realizing I, I liked boys, it was kind of hard for me to, to get away, you know, to, to get away from that. Um, but you know, I had my, my brushings with boys all the way up until about 16, 17. And, um, I was in a band and we were on a trip <laughs> and I just remember we were, I remember him like doing little nasty shit before, but like it was pitch black. We were under a table and stuff happened. Like stuff happened. And I'll just say with, what did, I think we, uh, what did he try to use? Fucking um, conditioner or something. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> and wow so i i didn't i didn't like dicks for the beginning of my gay life shout out to under the table conditioner (laughs) sex yeah i remember this crazy do you still have the attraction to women um mostly sexually yeah like i mean i like i watch straight porn 
Um, I like. I think pussies are like pretty. I can't explain when's, it. When's the last time you were inside of pussy? About a month and a half ago. Okay, so would you say you are bisexual? Like, do you label yourself? No. Okay. I'm a. You- I'm a sleep who I want to sleep with. There you go. <laughs> um. And then, and then the most of, like, if I'm a f- fuck a girl or a boy, I mean any any girl I fuck with knows what I do. You'd be surprised at how many freaky bitches is out there. Trust me. They Anybody even more because of it. Yeah, but but niggas don't they don't understand that they see. Oh, you you like guys? You're gay. Yeah, and I'm I fucked your girl, so <laughs> she likes my gay ass because I can. Be our best friend, fucker, when she comes over here. So, it sounds like you may need to upload some of those videos to XTube or some shit. <laughs> I've thought about it. Maybe, maybe I'll do some, um, some, some bisexual porn in the future. I, um, I've um been recently getting some contact, so that might be something you'll see soon. I'll just say that. Okay, now that's interesting. Certainly something for the listeners and the fans out there to anticipate in the future. I'm 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 a lot different with uh with girls than I am with guys, like so much different, just period. <laughs> How so? Um just um well for one, like as far as like, you know, romantically, I would rather date a guy at this point. Um, I do meet girl every now and then. I'll meet a girl that I just, for some reason, I just you know I feel like I could just date her. You know, I could just be with her. But um, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is with with girls. I'm like a bitch could get all get anything from me. Like I'm giving, I'm I'm giving her all my money. I'm trying to do this for her. I'm trying to like be. A man, I guess it's, it's a woman, and I know I like guys, so it's like I don't know if, if something butch in there just like really turns on or something. But I just I, I treat girls like completely different because I, I treat men like men. I don't care if I'm fucking you or vice versa, or whatever. I I treat you like a man, and um, you treat me like one. I'm I'm, I'm not I won't. I, I won't take even a, a small fraction of bullshit from guys, but girls can run circles around me. <laughs> so that's a that's a weak a weak spot. Shout out to Butch Gin Powers. <laughs> Not Butch, just open minded. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Um. I like I keep saying I'm I'm weird. Um, no kidding. I I I um I don't um I don't match colors when I dress. I just kind of if I like I don't know. Some days I just I look at a shirt and I'm like I like this shirt and these pants and I if they if the fabrics feel good then I like it. I don't care what color it is. Um, I 
love my dog to death, <laughs> like to death. Um, I didn't know how to cook until about maybe three or four years ago, and now I'm Chef Boyardee. Um, my room is filled with things like toys and books and crystal balls and alchemy books and what the fuck stone lamps and graffiti and I don't know just I don't know stuff <laughs> um, lots of marijuana paraphernalia lots of it I just can't stop buying it um and books, and I have not read one of them. Lots of books. I've never read any of these books. <laughs> um, I quirky. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, when people ask that question, like, you know, what is it, what is it they say now? Or oh, you master film? I'm definitely not a girl. Piss me off and find out. Um, but I just. I'm I'm a little nerdy. Um, I'm a little free spirited. I'm a you know I'm a hippie. Smoke weed. Let's be happy, so that I don't snap or anything. Um, quirky. Oh, and then I'm obsessed with socks. If I can't find the socks I want to wear. With whatever I'm putting on, I probably won't be able to leave my house until I can find them. So that's my my weird thing. I love that you have crystal balls. <laughs> one, I guess one really, I guess one really strange thing. This might hurt me or help me. I don't know, but I'll get it off my chest. Um, sometimes <laughs> I. Sometimes when I see like you know maybe an injured animal or like a homeless person or an old person that's alone that didn't have anybody with them, you know just depending, on, I might cry. <laughs> like I and I it's it's kind of embarrassing because I don't you know I'm not I'm not a pussy but sometimes it's just I don't know I don't know what it is with me but I just I, I'll get I'll get overwhelmed with the universe <laughs> and and just can't understand. And I've I've gotten um, seen do that by a couple of people that might eventually say something. So I just get it out myself. Yes, I cry when I see homeless people. <laughs> That's sweet. It's nice to know that you're very empathetic. Oh, thank you. It's... You're welcome. And <laughs> how many crystal balls do you have? Um, I just have I have one one crystal ball do you use it to Um, see into the future um i use it to hold energy okay that's interesting from my visitors mr alchemist (laughs) um all right now you suck their souls into it no it'll just take a little bit of energy okay positive this is it's a good thing though trust me it's positive energy Describe yourself in 10 words or less. In 10 words or less. Um, 
I would say I am simple. Um, I am giving. I am. Let's see, what word would I use for that? Um, I really, I really just, I really only have like one goal in life that I feel like will, com- you know, make my life complete. Um, one main thing, and that's just to, I think I was put here to do something for, you know, for people or for somebody. Um, besides, you know, becoming a millionaire and, and getting some, what are those Kanye shoes or some shit and, you know, whatever. But, um, I will say I'm, I'm a, I'm a really, um, I'm, I said the the main word would be decent. I am a I'm a very decent guy, and I'm honest. I'm too lazy to lie, and I think I said I don't give a fuck like what a hundred times. Yes. So um, the whole you know being deceitful thing is just so stupid and boring. <laughs> so I'm I'm honest, loyal. Um. Good and bit. That was more than ten words, wasn't it? I think that was like a billion words. But you're a well, I mean, we're talking about so me. I approve. Yeah. I approve yeah. of the message. I tried to stay on my ten words limit, but I just I couldn't do it. As we start wrapping things up, I have a list of five pop culture infused questions that that are designed to allow listeners, your fans, and supporters out there to get to know some of your favorites. The first question is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of five of your all-time faves or five of your current faves. I just need five TV shows. Naruto Shippuden, Archer, Super Jail, um, Gumball, and um... Bob's Burgers. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Um, um, I don't really have any. I'm not even gonna say any all-time favorites because I just like random songs. But um, like right now, I really, I really love Azalea Banks. I mean, I I like her. Yes. I like her energy. I like her music. I like her. Her diversity, I like her humanity. You know the fact that she's not perfect. Um, it, it's just it's a lot I, I like about her. I, I, I'm not starstruck by really many. I'm, I'm not. I don't can't think of anybody that a celebrity or anybody that I could see and I'm just a crazy about it. Just you know, oh hey, that's Oprah. You know, I met her before actually. Um, but um, did you know who you were? Yeah, we were there. This is when I was, I told you I was in a band. We were in Chicago to perform for the Billiken Parade, and she sponsored some stuff for us. So um, it's 100 years ago. But um, like I said, um, Azalea Banks, um, I am not a Nikki fan. So let's just get that out there. I'm really not a fan of her. But does it count if I really like a lot of her songs? Sure. Right, right now, um, she's like a, got several songs on my playlist that I'm pissed about, but hey, I do like them. Um, I like um, 
I like Mike Will. <laughs> um, and I, <clears throat> I like, um, I love the Gorillas. I listen to several of their albums. I mean, I listen to pretty much all of their albums. I, I usually, if I'm cleaning up, I'll, I'll just put one of the albums on the play. I'm, I'm a huge. I, I do love the Gorillas to death. I listen to them quite a bit. What are three of your most favorite films? Um, three of my most favorite films. Um, there's this movie, and I haven't seen it in a hundred years, but I know as a kid I was like, I don't know. I really don't even know what the hell I, I like the movie so much for, but I wanted to see it all the time. It's called Who's That Girl with Madonna when she was young. Mm-hmm. That's <coughs> where the song Who's That Girl came from. Yep. Yep. I used to listen to it all the time. Um, I would say that movie, <clears throat> I love Clueless because, I mean, that's my growing up era. Um, that's how school was for me. Um, and I just, I loved it. Um, I just love the movie. I love the soundtrack. So I'm a coolest fan. I love fucking Boomerang. It's hilarious. Um, and I like Interview with a Vampire. What are two foods you can't live without? Dick and ass. Oh, gosh. No, I'm joking. Um, two <laughs> Sounds foods like I you can't... just need like a, a plate of dick and rice or something. Oh, I got a couple more hours. Um, I what is something I eat all the time? Um, there's this sausage. My my sister is a my sausage, older sister. You say. Yeah, my my older sister. It would be sausage, right? Um, my older sister is is Asian, and um. She, you know, has taught me how to like make all this different like stuff I would never have thought to cook. But you know, now she taught me, and I'm the cook. But um, there's a sausage, it's Chinese sausage. It is so. It's just I could eat, if I had to eat it every day, I'd get bored with it. But I wouldn't be, you know, disappointed. It's just it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you deep throat that? Uh, not cut it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed um, to say yes. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to be honest, right? Um, those and I have to have chocolate. I have to have it. I cannot. I mean, I have to I have I think sweet, we've all seen you period. have chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'm, trust me, I am a chocolate. I'm a chocolate to the hundredth power. I love chocolate. Boys, girls, candy, doesn't matter. Um, but I, I, I would be miserable without it. So sausage and chocolate. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh, what is one of my guilty pleasures? I don't really feel too guilty about doing any of this stuff. One of my guilty pleasures is something that's kind of taboo for me because I'm not really into the whole um, DL boys and straight boys. It's just it's usually kind of a, a turn off for me because I I'm just I don't feel like trying to convince people and stuff. You know, 
when it's all these gay boys that love other boys out there. Um, but I guess one of my guilty pleasures um, right now would be I have a fuck buddy. Like just the the first and only I've never had a a real like fuck buddy, and I I have one, <laughs> and I think he's married. I do not know his name. He does not know my name. We have not discussed really anything personal, but we just get it in. We we hang out at least every week, you know. And by hang out, you mean? Um, smoke a few blunts. Fuck, keep smoking while we fucking. Um, you know, just have a nice little, a nice little few hour session before he has to go home and it's just i i feel kind of bad because i i answered his phone one time on accident because he's got the same phone as me same ringtone and he was in the bathroom i answered it and uh it said you know babes on the he wears a ring but it said babes on there and a woman was like hello and i just hung up the phone and so now I've he been was so, in trouble that night. Well, well, no, I told him I was like, "Look, I accidentally answered, but I didn't say anything." He fixed the situation, I guess. But um, I just I I kind of felt bad because I don't, you know, for me to say I don't like that kind of guy, and I've been, you know, <laughs> keeping doing it on this the down though. Nobody yeah, has to know for 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 probably about. Maybe like a year, like almost a year now. So, it's 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 it is a I guess that is a guilty pleasure because I I do feel, you know, <laughs> I do feel some kind of way about it, but I still keep doing it because it's like oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I don't I don't want if he calls me even if I'm doing something I usually would tell a boy fuck no I'm busy you know I'm not stopping but. I'll see him. Oh my. <laughs> and he's short. <laughs> I think I said too much. <laughs> Nobody knows who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Luckily. Yes. I hope he doesn't listen. He's listening right now. He's taking he's notes. Out. He's paranoid. <laughs> What's next for Jen Powers? What can the fans and the listeners and your supporters expect from you in the near future? Um, in the near future, you can plan to, of course, see lots more of me. Um, I do plan to be doing a lot more in the urban market, you know, for those of us who, you know, love our, our colored boys. Um, oh, Lord. I... Definitely do plan on um, doing a lot more as far as, you know, I'm trying not to use a corny word, being a humanitarian, I guess a humanitarian is like the best way to to do just, just something positive, something constructive, like, you know, for my, for my gay community or just, you know, just, just my community in general, mainly youth. Um, I, I do have some stuff in the works. As far as like you know, getting some some stuff started, um, 
And then also, um, in the pretty near future, um, be looking forward to seeing or experiencing some some products from me. That sounds interesting and very exciting. I can't say more than that. <laughs> okay. Well, we will certainly have to have you back on once you can talk <laughs> about that. Oh, yes. It's, it's scary. I'm scared. I'm not going to say I'm scared. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared as well. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be fucking, it's going to be good. Fantastic. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web? Um, on the web, um, I am, of course, um, mainly Twitter. Um, I love, I used to hate Twitter. And once Jim Powers was born, I, I love Twitter now. I love my Twitter fans. They are the best. Um, and that's um, Rub the Gin, um, R U B T H E underscore J I N um, at yahoo.com. Um, and it, of course, it's Rub the Gin on Twitter. Um, Instagram. Um, I, I use Instagram quite a bit. Um, Instagram is kind of a crossover um, social media from me to Jen, but um, it's D J A E U C H I H A, um, and that is on Instagram. Um, Facebook, I don't have. I'm sorry, y'all. They locked me out. Too hot for Facebook. They locked me out. I think I forgot my password or something. They wanted my ID. I can't take it. Well, Jen, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? Um, I would like to say um, I am... I can't really think of how to put it. I'm more than, you know, grateful. Um, I am appreciative that you guys... Are supportive of me. Um, I'm supportive of you know all the positive um, and even the negative feedback I've gotten. Um, I love everybody, you know, for for just looking at me as you know a little more than just a porn performer and and you know lifting me to where I'm where I'm going. I mean, I couldn't. I, I never would have imagined you know things happening this way. And I'm I'm. I love y'all. I love my fans. I'm, I'm not a dummy. I, I know what's good for me. And I look forward to keeping my promise of expressing more of what I really have um, for you guys to see. Fantastic, Jen. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. You were phenomenal you gave oh thank you <laughs> so so many good answers and you were hella fun i'm looking forward to part two me too awesome yeah you're more than welcome to come back whenever you want to come back to fill the listeners in on what you've been up to and i'm i'm very very glad that i was excited when when carl told me this was happening so thank you so much 
You're welcome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychulo radio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychulo radio. With that, Jen Powers and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, Later, listeners. Uh...